episode 273. Thank you all for listening to episode 272, Stem Cell Sandwiches. I am Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host. The Bush Parrot. No, China King Bear. Ooh, what'd you get from China King? General Sows for uh, 126. <clears throat> Sounds like me. Do you know that that's 126, like all the time? Yeah, because usually that's all I get. 126 because the general styles with I'm not a big uh, fried rice guy I'm more of a white rice guy so I get it with the white rice which is the chef's special and it is delicious that's like me when I go to El Vaquero they're like what do you want number 37 don't even waste the menu like don't even mm-hmm. give it to me <laughs> and they're like what do you what is that and I'm like as long as they didn't change it over the last 10 years it's the same thing it's chicken a la diabla hot chicken <laughs> Devil's chicken, chicken. of the devil. So uh, we got a lot. Wait, right, we got a lot of fun stuff this week to go over. Uh, but we got to thank some people, of course. Thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, first sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Thank you, Brandon, for all you do for us. We appreciate the hoodies, the koozies, the hats that are coming soon the stickers we got a lot of cool stuff we just ship some off to peapod ship some off to wes uh you know peapod got his stuff he was very appreciative sent him a shirt a hoodie some koozies stickers he was really excited and you know even thanked us on the old facebook much appreciated and i noticed because he posted that up there the uh the rpw champion sam beal uh, liked our page so hopefully he's becomes a listener hoping to get him on the show someday that'd be pretty neat and i'm hoping i know they got an event coming up so i'm going to do a cheap plug for ruthless pro wrestling they got an event coming up looks pretty good perry you might have to go to it with me because we got ufc 261 that night um but they have their event blood sweat and beers sounds just like what parrot needs blood sweat and beers on april 24th at 3 30 until eight o'clock or no excuse me 4 30 until eight o'clock in erie michigan at burgers and beer i think is the the name of the venue and uh looks like they got some cool things going on they're going to have the crowning of their first ever rpw deathmatch champion it sounds like they're going to have a deathmatch oh, looking boy. forward to that oh boy we're going to see some real explosions that'll be good not some aew bullshit but <laughs> okay. looking for- condition you have to drive because i don't have my parrot license back yet oh yeah i'll absolutely drive you're down 20 bucks dude i think it'd be fun let's do it all right we'll go up there uh sam is the champ he's the heavyweight champ of rpw it'd be cool if we can someday meet him i know that peapod's trying to hook us up with the promoter and uh sometime we'll uh, we'll have to check them out so hopefully we can get him on the show someday talk to him see what we can work out with them you know become fans of them and just support one another because that's what we're here to do we're both local and uh just support there what they've got going on it's pretty neat i'm looking forward to going to it and just kind of seeing what they do and uh maybe we'll meet some people along the way hopefully peapods there can enter introduce us to some people and uh i'm looking forward to it they they got a it looks like a pretty good card going on and uh for parrot if you get on facebook and just look up ruthless pro wrestling rpw like like their page and uh just look at some of the stuff they got going on so it looks pretty cool man 
right. I will do that right now. Check that out. Blood, Sweat, and Beers on Saturday, April 24th at 4.30. Looks like it'll end at 8. And it is at Burgers and Beer, 6818 South Dixie Highway, Erie, Michigan. Looking forward to that. That looks pretty cool, man. You got Tommy Vendetta against or versus Justin Kyle. Looks like they're going to have some good stuff there. He's got to support them local shows, man. That's right, man. Death Threat Army's lovable psychopath, Tommy Vendetta, against Justin Kyle. So looking forward to that. That'll be cool, man. You got Reed Bentley, Nolan Edward, Lord Crew, Otis Coger, John Wayne Murdoch, Right to Die, which is the Dread King Logan and Mitch Hewitt with J.C. Harvey, and the debut of G. Raver, Unsigned Don't Care. I love the name, Unsigned Don't Care. It's Gary J. and Aaron Williams. And, uh, hey, my first, their two first names are my first and middle name. That's fantastic. And then Violence is Forever, Kevin Koo and Dominic Gurini. So, or Gurini, excuse me for if I butchered that. But, yeah, the debuts of them. So we'll see what uh, how that goes. But I, I, I like the name, Unsigned Don't Care. Look, it sounds pretty cool. So, again, man, a couple Saturdays. Check them out. If you have not already purchased your tickets, you can purchase them. Ruthless Pro Wrestling RPW at gmail.com. 20 bucks a ticket. All right. So, uh, we got to thank Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Mm, I don't know. I'm running out of cities. Let's go with... Let's go with San Diego. It's it's almost baseball season. That sounds good. Padres should be good this year. Might as well. They're one of my uh, – I guess I shouldn't say surprise teams, but, yeah. Somebody that is normally not there. Yeah. I mean, I get it last year, you know, with getting Machado and them getting all the studs, but I think they're going to be uh, – they're going to be a beast in the uh, in the NL – they? they're in the NL West, right? Yeah, NL West. I think they're going to contend with the Dodgers this year. I hope they do. I hate the Dodgers. You're defending champions. But, um, Sean, you know, it's now springtime. Springtime, the only pretty ring time. Bird sing, a ding. Sean can help you out with all of your seating needs. He can also help with all of your mowing needs. Get in touch with him, 419-704-5471. Last but not least, thank you to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, make, uh, make sure you reach out to Connell Barrett at datingtransformation.com, but also pre-order the book, Dating Sucks But You Don't. I just got a notification on my pre-order from Amazon.com yesterday that the book may even show up as early as May 13th. So make sure you get that book pre-ordered so you get one of those first copies, but you don't. But in the meantime, before that, after you uh, get that pre-order going, go to datingtransformation.com. The COVID vaccines are out. Any, I mean, if you're over 16 years old now, you can get it in the state of Ohio. And I know in the state of Michigan next week, it'll start that. So I'm assuming that's what it's going to go to nationwide. Just got my first one today. So uh, feeling good. Your part and do that as well. Oh, yeah. I feel great. I'm holding my big fat bowl of Chinese in my left arm right now where I got my shot. That's right. Yeah. The, uh, I, I got it, uh, got the, the first shot on Saturday. Same one you did. I think you got the uh, the old Pfizer, right? Correct. Yep, mm-hmm. you and I both did. So, um, arm hurt just for a little bit, but if I moved it around, I was fine. And um, worked out pretty good. Looking forward to that. The second shot coming up uh, four weeks. 
So mine's April, I think, 24th. So that means yours is probably, what, the 20 – around draft day? No, mine, mine's the 21st. Really? Yep. Huh. Interesting. They gave me three weeks from today. They did your three weeks, and they did mine four. So you'll have your second job before I have mine. Yep. That's right. Ah. It works. We'll all be uh, nice and vaccinated. And I've heard that the second one could be more of a bear than the first one. But like I said, this – it was nothing like, oh, you're going to feel a pinch and a burn. I like, I didn't feel anything. She's like, I didn't even know anything happened. I know. I was like, that's it. I was like, shit. I've been hit with bigger shots than that before. Shot of Jameson hurts more than that. Yeah, no shit. Goldslogger, any of that. <laughs> the damn flakes get stuck in my throat. I'm like, ah, shit. No, they would pinch. Like, they pinch. She pinched my arm, and I thought, I was like, oh, okay, I'm just waiting. And then all of a sudden, she's like, you're good. I'm like, what? And I didn't even know anything happened. She was just pinching my arm. I was like, I felt that more than the shot. Oh, yeah. It was, like you said, it wasn't bad at all. The hardest part, you know, just being first thing early this morning was I'm sitting there trying to get my damn sleeve off with a long sleeve shirt and a pullover on. I was like, I can't do this. So I'm sitting there like stripping in the middle of the place right now, taking my goddamn clothes off just to get the shot. That was great. I was like, it's too early. I haven't had enough coffee yet. Sorry. And if you would like a shot with Bear back in the day, you want to get mm. dating sucks, but you don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> not anymore, but yeah, back in the day, right? That's what I'm saying. Back in the day, not anymore, but back in the day. And of course, thanks to Sparty Steve, who is the biggest supporter of the show. We couldn't do this stuff without him. Much appreciated. Look forward to seeing him again on episode 300. Uh, so, Bear. What happened in match play? I know you said it was kind of a shit show. And then what do we got going on this week? Yeah, um, match play was, I mean, everything up to it was great. Uh, Rahm and Scheffler had a good match. Um, Horschel had a few good matches in there. Um, Kucher made it all the way up. He had a good match with Scheffler and uh, ended up um, getting made. He won the third place game against Victor Perez. Um, but yeah, Horschel came back to beat Fleetwood. He was down early and ended up uh, going to a playoff and winning there. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was, they had a a lot of good matches that were going on and then the championship match was just kind of blah. I think, um, I think they said they made one birdie that wasn't given. So, (laughs) I mean, that's one, it, it just wasn't good. I'm sure both of those guys probably shot like 75, 74, something like that. Um, in the final, but uh, Billy Horschel ended up winning two and one, beat Scotty Scheffler um, in his home state, uh, actually in his home city. He played for the University of Texas. Um, that was his home golf course in college where they play. <clears throat> but he ended up getting beaten by the, the Florida Gator, Billy Horschel. So just like football, usually Florida beats Texas. So, <clears throat> so yeah, that was a good one. This week, it is the uh, Valero Texas Open. Um, a week before the Masters, so we have some big names and others not so much. Um, the, usually this is like the last week for any event. Whoever wins this, if they already um, haven't qualified for the Masters, will qualify. So, like, this is a big week for guys like Ricky Fowler. Um, you know, he hasn't qualified for the Masters yet, so he's got to win this week to play at Augusta. So, I mean, there's a lot of people riding high on that one. And I saw, I think DJ ended up um, – withdrawing his name from playing this week so your big names this week are uh spieth finau matsuyama um that's really it only three big names man everyone's getting ready for augusta next weekend so uh, but the texas open spieth oh you know he's a texas guy um he always plays in that so no surprise that he's playing this week 
Um, and I guess it looks like um, my pick. I'm barely winning <laughs> in this shit. Yeah, you are. So, um, so yeah, uh, TPC San Antonio this week. I'm, I'm going to stick it out with, um, you know, I'm going to stick it out with the Texas guy. There's been 19 Texans who've won this tournament. So I'm going to go with Scotty Scheffler this week. He's been playing too good at golf. I almost saved him for next week. I, uh, I think he's a big, big um, under uh, people are, you know, if he kind of has a blah week this week or something, people are going to forget about him next week at the masters and the dude's got the game to step it up and play at that course. And I think he'd do well on it. So watch him as a, as a underdog at the masters next week, but we're going to take him this week here. Uh, the Valero Texas open. Um, Parrot, you would be next and you took. I'm going with Abraham answer this week. Good pick. Answers, I think, one of the top 10 uh, odds guys out there, I'm pretty sure, this week. And who did uh, Dub take? Chris Kirk? Chris Kirk. Captain Kirk. Yeah, I was about to say Captain <clears throat> Chris. <laughs> That's going to be the parentheses. Kirk. We haven't heard from Cody Bryan. Hopefully he's still okay. Um, I myself, I didn't realize until later he's the defending champ, but I'm going to take Corey Connors. Yeah. Didn't realize he was the defending champ. Old Corey Connors, yeah. He um and he's been playing some decent golf as of late. Was up there at TPC, yeah. um, Scotts or uh, TPC Sawgrass and Scottsdale, both of them. So he um been doing been doing rather well lately as well. So it's a good pick. Yeah, good luck, Corey, with your missed cut this week. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry, or, or sorry, Corey Connors, you're right. Yeah. So the other thing, uh, I did not get to see one lap of the dirt race. How did that go? Um, I mean, and, and Perry, you don't need to make a pick yet. That's two weeks from now. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the dirt race was. I thought it was awesome. Um, uh, it was postponed Sunday because of rain, and ended up racing on Monday afternoon. Um, and I. Like I said, I thought it was an awesome race. I mean, the way they did it, everything was cool. Um, you know, really on a lot of startups, you couldn't see. They actually watered the dirt down, um, you know, in, on cautions and all that. And they would give three minutes for the cautions for everybody. Um, so everyone could do the same stuff with tires. They had a couple of competition cautions. So the way they did it, I thought was really cool. Um, I, I, um, I did exactly what I thought would happen. We all picked Kyle Larson and he wrecked. Exactly as I thought. I almost changed. I was so close to changing my pick on Sunday um, after I found out he was going to the back because he changed his engine in practice. So I almost my pick. Um, I did not, though. I kept it. I was like, I'll just keep him rolling. And now I really wish I would have changed my pick. But I mean, it was really cool. And honestly, he got caught up in some shit. He uh, Christopher Bell started to spin. He had nowhere to go. So he kind of ran to the back of him and then he got loose. And then Chastain really had nowhere to go. And absolutely destroyed Larson. Pretty much screwed him from there. I mean, he ended up finishing the race with no hood or anything. <laughs> it was his car was an absolute mess. But yeah, I mean, it was really cool. And then they announced they're doing it next year for the April race in Bristol. So that's awesome, man. I mean, so it sounds like we might be able to go next year. Yeah, tickets were already out there. Um, I think I saw anywhere from like ninety bucks to one hundred and fifty. And I think where we sat, which was the Earnhardt Terrace, last time like I think it was. 
I think it was 120, I think is what I saw. So, so yeah, I mean, it was like, it was, it was really cool. Um, I'm happy that they did that this week. They're off weekend, no race. So we, we don't even make a pick until uh, next week when they're racing Saturday night at Martinsville, which is always a fun race. The NASCAR guys all believe in Jeebus. So, you know, Easter they're off. Yeah. And it's crazy. uh, As shitty as Cody has been doing, he beat all this week. (laughs) But he picked Big Bubba Wallace, who that's probably his best finish of the year, 27th. Ugh, I feel bad, too, because Bubba was running top 10, and he spun out on, like, the second-to-last lap in Rex. Oh, man. It was, he, Bubba, That's Bubba, Cody's luck. Yeah. He, Bubba and uh, who else was it? There was one more. Or Truex. Truex spun out. He was in third and ended up spinning out and finishing, like, 18th or 19th, I think. Um, so, he – I mean, he was running top five and, unfortunately, you know, got, got beat up in there. But – yeah, Olagano won the race, unfortunately. Um, Stenhouse Jr., man, finished second. He's a, I didn't realize it. He is also a dirt track guru. Um, yep. did, did not know that. And then of, I think my favorite one, uh, Daniel Suarez, man, finished fourth. He, he led 70 laps, I think, had an awesome race. Never has raced on dirt besides this week. Finished. Really? Yep. And, I mean, and he looked good. Like, he did, it wasn't just – it wasn't like a lucky top five because he, you know, because everyone wrecked. I, the dude led 70 some laps, man. That's an, insane. It's impressive. He looked really good. So with him back in a good car, that's it's good to see because when he was in a good car three years ago, Suarez was putting together, you know, decent seasons. So that's Suarez up there, but it's been what, seven races now, six races, seven races yep. and, and seven different winners. Yeah, and I finally uh, – I've just been doing worse and worse and worse every week in your uh, NASCAR pool, so I'm now in dead last. Yeah, all the uh, all the top guys pretty much were on the bottom of the of the list this week. So that's how it happens, man. Anytime next, I feel like I have good picks, I'm like, I'm fucked. Yeah, well, but then, like I said, you, you go right back in there, and next thing you know, you'll be in first in six weeks because you hit three straight 300s in a row. Yeah, yeah, we'll fucking see. <laughs> it's uh, asking a lot. Yeah. Oh, like you said, it's it's a long season. You got a long way to go. So to get that money. True. What's going on with the brackets? What's it looking like? What's the scenarios? Can we pull this thing out? Um, well, with the Gonzaga domination, and I mean domination as they've been doing all tournament. And the Michigan surprising loss Tuesday night, um, we now hold the driver's seat to winning the tournament. Uh, the podcast is um, <clears throat> most potential points is fourteen ten. It's what they can get, um, which leads everyone else. Um, the only other person who would be in second place is myself, my bracket, which can get thirteen hundred and sixty points, and I have Houston winning. Um, and then uh, Go Big Red, who also has Houston winning, can get 1350 on the points. So looking good for the podcast. Um, like I said, unless, unless Gonzaga loses and Houston wins, um, I think you'll be good. So if Gonzaga plays Baylor, I'm, I'm assuming if Houston loses and Gonzaga wins, we win no matter what. There's no one else that can get us. Well, Even can't Baylor get us? Whoever took Baylor can get us, couldn't they? They can only get eleven twenty. So if it's Gonzaga, well, how, how much is the championship worth though? 
Well, let me pull up a bracket here. Yeah, that's what we'd want to see. I don't know what the winner gets on that. If it's more than 290, we got a shot to lose if Baylor wins. So, uh, I feel like it's, it's 320. 320. Yeah, it's yeah. 320. Yep. We could lose if Baylor wins. But I don't think that's – let's see. Hold on. I just want to see who this uh, BTZ has. Oh, that's Brad, the man who helped us out uh, against Jeremy and his crew when Bear couldn't make it. Brad filled in. Yeah, so he – has um he has only two final four teams and he has texas going to the championship so yeah if, if gonzaga wins then we then get we an extra yeah that's, we get an extra gonzaga, or some points yeah if gonzaga makes the title game we get an automatic we should uh, win what's 320 divided by two 160 160 so yeah we'll get that so yeah so so he couldn't beat us then yeah if gonzaga beats ucla it sounds like um the podcast will at least be in the driver's seat unless Houston wins, well, then it's me. I guess it'll depend because if Baylor goes in, because we got what, Houston against Gonzaga, right? No, Houston against Baylor. Houston. No, us. What do we have in the in the championship? Gonzaga against yeah, Houston, right? Gonzaga over Houston, yep. So then if Baylor does make it, then we would be – we could still lose. If Baylor beat – he'd get Baylor 160 on that. We'd get – 160 yeah, on Gonzaga, so, so it'd be so a wash. So we the, could come down to the title game. So if Baylor yeah. makes it, we could lose potentially to BTZ. But so if Michigan, if Michigan would have won, the only person who would have been able to um, beat the podcast was me. If Michigan would have won, or didn't somebody have Michigan to win it all too? Yeah, somebody did, but they would yeah. have to win it all. Yeah, it was that it was wasn't happening. Well, yeah. I, I've enjoyed my time at the top, old rickety cricket, but. uh yeah, it's come. It's coming to an end quick. <laughs> yeah, it is. It will come to an end as of the first game this week. Yes, it's coming to an end, unfortunately, for you. But you had a good run. Yeah, man. For taking Illinois and getting knocked out in the second round. Yeah, worked out. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Should have went with Gonzaga instead of being a Big Ten homer. Yeah, I agree with you. Looking back, well, I mean, not even the Michigan. I don't think Michigan's a bad pick. It's the Ohio State one that we would already have won this freaking thing yeah no shit damn buckeyes um mm-hmm. but it's all right hopefully the podcast wins and we ain't giving away any swag yeah hopefully not but like i said i think we'll be there and we want to win anyways so that's right oh, so, yeah. this past week we had ufc 260 did you watch of course you did yeah sure did um and i called it just like i said I, I knew it. I saw it. Um, I figured old Stipe would get knocked out, and, and he did. Um, you know, he 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 tried to take down Naganu early. And he, Naganu. When he blocked it, I was like, "Oh, this shit's over." Yep. Like he's a different fighter. When I immediately saw that, I'm like, "Completely different fighter. It's done. It's over." He's mm-hmm. and when, when like Jake was with me, and we're watching it, and when fucking Francis got him down and was pounding him from behind, I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna kill him! Like, yeah, I mean, he was, and he just took it, man. He was just taking him like his chin is, it's phenomenal. He yeah, was taking their shots from behind. And I was like, oh, that's he's gonna get knocked out right here. And he's he's, he's lucky Francis missed on that when he was coming through on the hammer fist at the end. He's lucky he missed, like. <laughs> I think um, I think Francis is lucky after he got after Stipe got rocked, he threw that wild swing and punch, and he oh, always lucky connected. to get clocked. Yeah, I, I think that could have that could have changed everything right there. But 
Yeah, I mean, it sucks because, um, like you said, I, obviously I wanted Stipe to win. I knew it yeah, wasn't going to happen. But, of course, the way I do my DraftKings lineups, you know, I normally, like in main events like that, normally I'll put in who I definitely think is going to win. And then for those, I'll split. So, of course, the lineup that if Stipe would have won, I probably would have won – 200 bucks it wouldn't have been a it wouldn't have been the the 10 grand but it would have been like a top 10 lineup it was it would have been close so that kind of sucks so i was hoping stipe would have beat him but but yeah i mean um except woodley he needs to woodley should get uh he should just he just be gone he's done man he looked he looked done he looked the last two fights he looked like he just don't give a shit he's lost what now three in a row yeah yeah he's done I fought four in a row, actually. Dude, oh, yeah, you're right. But I tell you what, man, the one that surprised me was O'Malley. He, surprised. Dom- he dominated that. Well, I'm surprised he it, it took him that long. I figured he would have ended that soon. Oh, well, he had it ended. You remember he had it ended, but he backed off. I'm like, dude, what uh, the yeah, fuck are true. you doing? You know, he should have ended it there, and we're all, like, sitting here, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah, well, I mean, you get that a lot, and the dude kind of looked out, so I understand why he walked yeah, away. Yeah, oh, Absolutely. The guys do that shit, and that's the thing. Is so it's okay. It's it's someone's fault because they don't stop them, and then they don't stop them, and then the dude just gets pummeled. It's oh, and he pummeled him that time. Yeah, he ended yeah. up because you saw it. He waited. He didn't call it, and he's like, "All right," and fucking just pounded in. I'm like, "Yeah, that's it." And then Malarkey, he beat Worthy, man. Do you see now? You, did you like to? He caught him in the jaw, and then he just fucking flopped. Ric Flair flop right on oh, the yeah. goddamn ground. Dude, that was a sick knockout. That was a good way to start the card. Oh, that was great. And then, Mav- you know, the Maverick-Robertson uh, fight, that was okay. Yeah, you know, kind of went the way we thought. And then, but O'Malley, that was fun. Like, for a card that I didn't think was that strong, besides, you know, the main, I was like, I was very impressed with O'Malley. And I was I, I was happy to see that he, because he, I think he was the underdog going in, wasn't he? Against Almeida? Or was he the favorite? The favorite. He was he? Because his only loss was like the one before, it wasn't. Yeah, Vera. I remember watching that. He lost in the first round, and we're, I was like, I can't believe he lost. Like in the mm-hmm. first round of all things. But I was chewing. No, yeah. no, I was about to say. Um, that's what I was going to exactly say. Was yep. I mean, it's just it's one of those where he's looked so good, and I think he was a fluke loss that he had. Yep. So he came back, put together a good performance. Um, so hopefully, you know, he gets a little bit, gets a little bit more out there and, um, gets a title shot here in the next two fights, probably. It'll be interesting to see. And, uh, hope, hopefully that happens. I'm looking forward to 261 in a couple of weeks. You know, we got Usman against Masvidal again. Uh, the, the second one, which is fine. Oh, Masvidal's going to get his ass whipped again. Oh, I think so too. And I, that's what I thought. I was like, why is Masvidal fighting him i don't do, do you have any idea why they're doing that um <clears throat> i don't i'm trying to think who the other guy was there that should be getting it and i'm blanking on him right now damn it what are, are you saying against usman yeah so you got what uh usman masvidal volkanovsky right no volkanovsky is um he was the one that was just should have been. Oh, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. Right. So there's what uh, I'm thinking Wilder Wait. Uh, I got to go to Wilder Wait. So Covington's there. Yeah. Colby Covington. That's yeah. who should get him. Okay. I think, I think he's second. 
If I'm I think not mistaken. Second, hold on, let me pull it up. I'm gonna pull up the rankings. That's what I was just doing right now. No, he's first. Yeah, so he's the main. He's the number one contender, and Masvidal's fourth. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't get it. On top of that, then um, Nate Diaz and Leon. I Leon saw Edwards this are fighting too. Yeah, for 62, which is awesome. Yeah, it'll be fun. And um, you know, I. Same- I was going to say it's the same thing with heavyweight, though. I mean, kind of, I mean, Usman, I think, has some contenders, but there's only two people who should fight Naganu, and that's either Steve Ann Rematch or it's John Jones. Like, there's no one else. Like, I guess Derek Lewis probably could, which he is up there, and he did beat Naganu. So, I mean, I would think he would deserve it, but. I want Naganu to, to, to beat all the guys that beat him. And granted, you know, as we mentioned, if he's, fi- if he's won, the fight's been finished. If he's lost, it was by decision. Yeah. Yep. And I think that's something that John Jones could do to him, but whew, I would not want, I would not want to be swinging with Nagano. Oh God, no. Mm-mm. Fuck that. And we got both uh, two of the women's championship fights at 261 too. The straw weight and the fly weight. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, Chris Shevchenko's not going to lose. <clears throat> no, I don't think so. I think Rose, uh, I think Rose has a chance to get her belt back. Yeah, I agree. So that should be a good one. So yeah, another. But again, though, I mean, three three fights on a card. I just, I, I'm just not a fan of it. Oh, three title fights. Yeah. Yeah, same. I, I hate those two. Um, but like you said, wide Chris Weidman and Uriah Hall should be good. Anthony Smith and Jimmy Cruz should be good. I, I saw uh, uh, the prelims even weren't that bad. I mean, you got Oliveira and Brown um, and Carl Robinson and Brandon Allen. I don't know the uh, Stefan Streluk and Dwight Grant. Don't know either of those guys, so can't tell you if it would be a good fight or not. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's turned out to be a good card until uh, three of these people get COVID and then they can't fight. <laughs> True. We'll see. We got time. Oh man. All right. So we gotta, we gotta cover a few more things here. Um, who's our guy this week It's Bobby Jones, ain't it? Yeah. So it's April 1st, April fool's day, no joke. Uh, so in 1930, 91 years ago, Bobby Jones starts grand slam season winning Southeastern open by 13 strokes. It's like a tiger win right there. 13 strokes. So let's just talk a little bit about Bobby Jones. Born at March 17th, 1902, passed away in December 18th, 1971, at the old tender age of 59. That is correct. Um, I mean, a little guy, 5'8, man. He was short, very short guy. Played, went to college at Georgia Tech, Harvard, and Emory. Uh, he masters. So the master, how long has the master's been going on now? He must not have played in that often. Um, I want to say like eighty-five years, something like that. Yeah, because he the his best finish was the first year it happened. It looks like, and maybe he only played in the one. It was uh, in nineteen, yeah, eighty-seven years, nineteen thirty-four. Is uh, damn man. So he in nineteen thirty-four he finished thirteenth. Did not play in the PGA Championship because it didn't exist. 
U.S. Open, he won it four times. The Open Championship three times. The U.S. Amateur Championship five times. And the British Amateur Championship once. Nice. That was no joke, man. No, no, where? Yeah, so his Grand Slam in 1930, what we were saying, started the year. So he won the Grand Slam in 1930. So he's the only player ever to have won the pre-Masters Grand Slam, which was all uh, or all four major championships in the same calendar year. So what he did was he won the Amateur Championship, which was a major then, uh, which was at Old Course at St. Andrews, which is, what is that considered now? The British? Yeah, it would be the Open. <clears throat> And then the Open Championship was at Royal Liverpool Golf Club in England. The U.S. Open was uh, in, uh, what, Interlaken Country Club, Minnesota? Okay. Never heard of it, but okay. And then the U.S. Amateur was in Marion Golf Club, Pennsylvania. So, yep. Marion's one of the older, oldest golf courses, I think, on tour. They, I think that was one Justin Rose won the U.S. Open at in 2015 or something like that. I love this. This sounds like you, something you would do. Bobby Jones made a bet on himself, achieving this feat with British bookmakers early in 1930 before the first tournament at odds of 50 to one and collected 60 grand when he did it. Yeah, I think 60 grand back then. That was a fucking shitload. That was an ass load of money. An ass load of money. Yeah, I mean, if I knew I was that good and you could do it, then you hell yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. Dude, that's insane. So $100 in 1930 is equivalent to $1,574 today. So 157 point, Jesus. So $1,574 divided by 100. So you're talking 15 times. So times 60 grand. That is equivalent to 944,000. Betting on himself. That is nice. Plus whatever he won in the tournaments and all that other. So hmm. so if you think about that, to do that, he only bet 1200 bucks on himself. Not bad. Yeah. Well, 1200 bucks today would be worth 18 grand. I was about, well, 18 grand going $944,000. You sign me up for that one. Hell yeah. Bet on himself, man. And he won the damn thing. What up, Cody Bryant? What's happening? See, this time he thought this week he thought it was at eight thirty. He's still on daylight savings time. You know, he didn't spring forward yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, originally from was it Montana? Was what state is it that doesn't uh, observe day savings? Yeah, I don't know. I know Georgia's Montana, switching their Wyoming, shit. Wyoming. Georgia's making their stuff permanent. Yeah, They're well, trying to. Most states you can't are. Trust yeah, you can't trust anything south of the Mason Dixon. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about old Bobby Jones. The guy was a dude, he was a stud. So he was the first guy and only guy to win the the pre Masters Grand Slam, all four majors. And he bet Baronet, we were just talking about it. He bet on himself before the year with British bookies. At fifty to one odds, he bet on himself to win all four tournaments. He won sixty grand, which is equivalent to nine hundred and forty-four grand today. I'm like, that guy's a G. <laughs> like, well, Pete Rose picked the wrong sport. Yeah, <laughs> should have been playing golf or, in the thirties. He, he was fifty years too short or too late. 
So, Bear, do you know what the Walker Cup is? Um, I think that's like the college. I want to say that's something yeah, yeah. college. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a golf trophy contested in odd-numbered years by leading amateur golfers in two teams, U.S. and the Great Britain and Ireland. Huh. Walker Cup match. So he – Represented the U.S. five times, winning nine of his ten matches, and the U.S. won the trophy all five times. <laughs> it's that Bobby Jones effect. So he's considered one of the top five giants of the 20s American sports scene, along with Babe Ruth, Jack Dempsey, Red Grange, Bill Tilden. And he was the first recipient of the AAU Sullivan Award as a top amateur athlete in the United States. Only sports figure to receive two ticker tape parades in New York City. So just for himself, he got two ticker tape parades, 1926 and in 1930. Man, I haven't even had one. He's memorialized in Augusta, Georgia at the Golf Gardens and the Bobby Jones Expressway, also known as Interstate 520, is named after him. Nice. Yeah. That's 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 uh, when you're the original goat, man. That's what happens. Wow. So this is pretty interesting. His sportsmanship because they're praising that first round of the 1925 U.S. Open at the Worcester Country Club near Boston. His approach shot to the 11th hole's elevated green fell short into the deep rough of the embankment. As he took his stance to pitch onto the green, the head of the club brushed the grass and caused a slight movement of the ball. He took the shot, then informed his playing partner, Walter Hagen, and the USGA official covering their match that he was calling a penalty on himself. Hagen was unable to talk him out of it, and they continued play. After the round and before he signed his scorecard, officials argued that Joan, with Jones, but he insisted that he had violated rule number 18 moving a ball at rest after a dress and took a 77 instead of 76. He otherwise would have carded. His self-imposed one-stroke penalty eventually cost him the win by a stroke in regulation, necessitating a playoff, which he then lost. Although praised by many sports writers for his gesture, Jones was reported to have said, you might as well praise me for not robbing banks. <laughs> That's good right there. And the USGA Sportsmanship Award is named after him. Nice. And so something similar occurred in the next U.S. Open played at Scioto Country Club in Columbus, Ohio. Near Scioto Downs. we got to get down there and bet on the ponies there, Parrot. We do. In the second round, his opening round put him in second place. Jones was putting on the fifth, putting on the 15th green in the face of a strong wind. After grounding his putter during a dress to square up to the club face, the ball rolled a half a turn in the wind when Jones lifted the club head to place it behind the ball. Although no one else observed the movement of the ball either, Jones called a penalty on himself. This time he went on to win the tournament, second of his four U.S. Opens. That's a, that's a ball don't lie right there. Jesus. The originator of Ball Don't Lie. So he was diagnosed. Uh, he had a fluid-filled cavity in the spinal cord that caused crippling pain, then paralysis. He was eventually restricted to a wheelchair. He died in Atlanta three days after converting to Catholicism. Jones was baptized on his deathbed. Jeez. Nice. Good for him. 
His widow, Mary, died less than four years later at age 72, following the death of their son, Robert T. Jones, of a heart attack at age 47. Hmm. Jeez. Not a good time for the Jones family. No, not at all. So, Bobby Jones, straight G, man. What do you know of Bobby Jones? Anything outside of these oh, things? Bobby Jones, the gospel singer. I don't. Every what, Sunday morning. What's his top hit? Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right, Cody? So I know Bobby Jones gospel. Every Sunday morning, 10 to 1. BET. <laughs> Did, uh, Bobby Jones, I know. So, so real quick, for Tiger... What do we think happens since the cops ain't saying? There's probably nothing happy. Probably was just lost control of the car. Apparently, that strip of road is a, a high accident area anyway. It's like a like five mile stretch, and it's just high a uh, high accident area, and people get speeding tickets and and whatnot all the time there. Between those and accidents, you know, probably nothing to say. And he's Tiger Woods. So he probably just said, hey, don't put my shit out there in the streets. This is also true. Yeah, but like I said, I'd imagine that, yeah, it's probably uh, probably something like that, man. There's already enough out there. I don't think he needs any more on it. Well, we'll see. I'm, I'm Old Bobby Jones on BET eight to eleven or eleven to one, whatever you said on Sundays. Bobby Jones gospel man. Is he gonna resurrect uh, old He's Jesus still out here, man? On Sunday. He's still out here. Shoot, that's that's what you uh, you know. He's the choir director of uh, Bedside Baptist, man. Hmm. <clears throat> so basically, is he like a hospice gospel gospel singer? <clears throat> no, he was a oh man, he started off. He's like, uh, shit, dude, he's been singing gospel for at least 50 years now, if not more, and just started putting the show on TV and, you know, just, just regular Sunday service. He was Sunday service before old crazy Kanye wanted to do Sunday service. Well, oh. <clears throat> Well, we did. So, Bear, uh, we'll just share our – so, me and uh, old Brandon from the Grown Ups and our own parrot here have started a new uh, golf league, and it's uh, it should be pretty good. It's called – what did we call it? Tiger's Iron Tee Shot Tour. So, uh, as you can see, what it is called, Tiger's Iron Tee Shot Tour. It's uh, And we're playing for the Amateur Cup Championship at the end of the year, the A-Cup. So looking forward to that. And then uh, the Beginner's Cup next year, B-Cup, and then the Champions Cup. And then mm. we're going to play for the Dunkin' Donuts Cup in year four. Mm. So we're, we're looking forward to that. Um, we're playing – so we're playing – we're going to do from the Whites at Crosswinds, which – so we got to play – we're playing our handicaps. Otherwise, it's not fair. And so from the Whites at, uh, at Old Crosswinds – I'm trying to eat time for Jeremy is what I'm doing right now. Mm. But at Crosswinds from the Whites, I'm a one handicap. 
Barrett's a 10 and Brandon is a 22. So I have to give Parrot nine shots on the nine hardest holes, one one per hole, and then I've got to give <laughs> a shot per hole to Brandon on every hole, and then three of uh, the three hardest holes, uh, I got to give him an extra stroke, so he gets two on those. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're coming up with it's gonna be fun since we're gonna play every week, and uh, we're making it. We have a we make up a tournament each week with a trophy, you know, just a put together trophy with whatever we want. Like there's gonna I I said what I'm gonna do is grab one of these empty bottles and it's gonna be the over the line or the the crown royal championship brought to you by over the line sports podcast. Just slap a sticker on it. That's the trophy. I'll say that's what I'm talking about. Now that's a trophy. Well, it's an empty bottle though. No, still yeah, a trophy. Well, I wanted to have like the salt and pepper open, just salt and pepper shakers with a trophy, you know, shit like that. Just dumb shit. And uh, so we're going to have good. And then we're going to have four majors. Parrot and I were talking before the show and he's like, so do we just play Friday and Sunday and do two rounds and, you know, cumulative score after two rounds. I'm like, that's perfect. Instead of playing four, because each tournament's one round. And so we're going to do it each week and then we're going to keep uh, like FedEx cup points, but it's the amateur cup points or the a cup championship. So we're going to keep it like instead of 500 and I think it's 500 and 290 and 190 or something like that. We're going to do the decimals so like five, five will be it. And then like 3.9 or 3.2 or whatever in 1.9. And then our majors quote unquote will be scored the same. So it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it because it gives, it gives everybody an opportunity and as you could, as you saw, it's going to be a wonderful tour. Tiger's Iron Tee Shot Tour coming to. <laughs> yeah, at first it was the tour and training tour, yo. But we changed it to uh, Tiger's Iron Tee Shot. I liked it better. Yeah, it's a little, little less on there. That's good. Yeah, and uh, it makes sense. So Jeremy, it looks like is uh, ready. So we got the old chat boxes up. We'll share the old screen. Do you have the updated standings, sir? Yeah, updated standings. Um, as of last week, Gray with 82, Coday with 62, Coday 81, Parrot with 45, P Pod with eight, Wes Anderson with two. All right. Here we go. Time for another wipeout. Hopefully you guys know the rules by now. Here is the list of NCAA teams you will be using. Oh, well, I guess Lord. we go one at a time, right? What? Waiting for the question. I'm about to say, I was like, for <laughs> Waiting on the question, but we got BYU, California, Cincinnati, Holy Cross, Houston, Illinois, LaSalle, Loyola, Chicago, Sister Jean came through that door, Cody, LSU, Ohio State, Oregon, Pennsylvania, San Francisco, Stanford, Utah, and Wyoming. And she came in long enough for them to score 16 points in the first damn half. Hey, man, John Wooden still Page. walking through that door. Yeah, whatever. Paige Buckets had <laughs> 25 by, end of the, by halftime last weekend in the game of the week. UConn, so, Iowa. You need That's to, what I was watching. You're killing me. You need to name the teams on the list that have won a national championship. This goes back to 1939. Five incorrect answers. So, Parrot, go ahead. Um, give me, give me, give me Houston. 
All right. On to Cody Bryant. Uh, Incorrect on Houston. Rules working this one again. You know, is it is it run the point or what is that? I can't remember. What's that? What are the – is that each one a point or is that the one that goes 1.2, 1.3 point, point, and then it drops back down to zero? Like if we miss one. Uh, I, I'll ask for the – I forget. Yeah. He's like, hopefully you know the rules by now. I'm like, he's got 45 different named games, so I forget the rules. I just forget the point scoring because I think we all still stay in it. It just goes one, two, three, and then if someone misses one, that goes back down to one through that. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Yeah, I should have been watching Paige Buckets. First one to get it gets one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. That's Parrot is still in this. It's funny that he knew Parrot was first. <laughs> you put it on that. Oh, it did. Dumbass me. All right, Cody, <laughs> you're next. Uh, Ohio State. That's correct. That's absolutely correct. 1960. But it's correct. All right, Bear. Uh, San Francisco. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's his favorite thing ever. Since he, Skyline sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's right about that. He might as well just eat a can of dog food. <laughs> The part about Skyline's incorrect. I was about to say, I know since he's won a title. <laughs> All right. Hopefully you're keeping track four. of these. So four for Parrot. Um, give me Stanford. Correct. It's Cody, right? Yep, Cody. Cody yeah. for five. I want to say Loyola won one back when, you know, Sister Jean was correct. just a niece. <laughs> <laughs> when, sister, when Sister Jean was uh, just like 40. Bear. Um, I think Holy Cross won one. Correct. I think LaSalle won one. Correct. That's that's seven. Back to Parrot. Eight. Um, Can you just go back up, please? They're all in the chat box. (laughs) No, I don't want you to see these teams, though. Um, Give me LSU. 13, 14, 15, 16. How many right do we have? Seven. And there's five incorrect, right? Okay, so, so we need what, four more then? Incorrect. Wipe out. Start over. Good guess. Cody, back to you for one. All right. Scroll back up. Because the only things in the chat box are the... Uh... Let's see. 
Three more incorrect yeah. answers on the board. Yeah, I'll go <laughs> Pennsylvania. Damn. That's what I was going to take. I'll just keep it here because I can see what he says. Incorrect. Wipe out. Oh, good thing I didn't. Um, I'll go with BYU. Jimmer Fredette won him one, right? <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't even win one in China. <laughs> Damn. Damn. So I can just take a stab in the dark here, right? And I should be fine. Gray is the only one with points. Oh, so everybody's banks are at zero. That's right. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so don't get the last incorrect answer. I got to look at our list here. Ohio State, San Francisco, Stanford, Loyola, Holy Cross, LaSalle, LSU, Penn, BYU, and Houston are wrong. I'm gonna, nobody said Cal, right? That's probably the only no. fucking one. Oh, whew. all right. <laughs> Add one to my continued bank. Parrot. Um, can you go back up? Yep. Sorry, bud. Uh, let's go with. Well, Oregon hasn't been said no. Let's go with Oregon. Oregon. Oregon's Ohio. Oregon's the state. Correct. Cody. Uh, who we got left? Who we got left? Wyoming. Correct. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. All right, Bear. The good thing is. I don't have to guess again, because <laughs> if you're right, the only thing left's incorrect, and if you're wrong, the only thing left's correct. Down to what? Utah and Illinois, I think. Right. Fifty-fifty <laughs> shot for Bear, like he just said. Hmm. Oh man, Utah and Illinois. I feel like Illinois would be the obvious answer here, so I'm gonna go with Utah. Even though they're not the Jazz, it's got to be the Utes, right? Got to be the only championship in Utah. <laughs> Correct. Always go with Utah. Like I said, nice job. Knew that was coming. Yeah, Illinois, I figured so. Makes sense. That's what I tried to stay away from the whole time. That was good. I like it. Thanks, Parrot, for uh, being the scribe here so we knew what was right and wrong. Much appreciated, sir. So, uh, love the updated Sandy suit. Not much this week. Jazz are still the best team in the league, yet get no respect. I'm fine with that. Have a good one. See you for wrestling. They get no respect because they don't win in the playoffs. <laughs> 
Maybe they will some year. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook. Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to uh, All Work Clothing, Cradles Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, Sparty Steve, everything you do, being our biggest supporter of this show. Uh, again, if you haven't got those tickets yet, Ruthless Pro Wrestling, RPW, going to have blood, sweat, and beers on April 24th, 4.30 to 8 at Burgers and Beers in Erie, Michigan. Look forward to that. They're going to have a death match, Cody. We might have to go because we know it'll be better than AEW. <laughs> I ain't saying much. But still, it's hey, like man, it's cool, those. man. We got to support that local promotion. Plus, the heavyweight champ likes the show. So that's like uh, that's like a freaking kindergartner tying his shoe. True. So all he's got to do, all they got to do is be first grade. All they need is that money. Yeah. Can we get that con money and get RPW up on the map? Yeah. They're doing great, man. It started. They got. I look forward to. Hopefully, we can meet the promoter and uh, the heavyweight champ himself. So, um, thanks to everybody for listening. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I got nothing. Old, old Chris Weber ain't calling a timeout through that door. Shout out to Paige Buckets, man. Freshman of the year. First freshman to be winning as college player of the year. <laughs>